1: Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, welcome to the show. So glad that you're joining us on this Friday morning. We hope that you're having an incredible day, and that is starting it with your intention and choice and decision to have one.
2: Well it's been a very interesting week, and of course Halloween was this past week and uh, we know you got a lot of leftover candy so there's something about that
1: yes I wanted to uh, let everybody know up on our Facebook page I posted a petition I posted it on Halloween day about Mars and Snickers we uh, we eat this candy we feed it to our kids And we do not realize and we don't hold the awareness that this is ruining. These companies are ruining our rainforests. They're destroying the orangutans and their inhabit, you know, their habitation. And we're responsible for that, folks, because we're not showing up the way we could be. So I'm asking you to please, if you haven't, get on our Facebook page and sign that petition. It's so important that we support our planet and the inhabitants of our planet now, because we're in a crucial area on every front.
2: Yeah, and besides, if you are going to have chocolate, there's some great equal exchange chocolate out there. And, and fair trade. Fair trade, and environmentally responsible chocolate. If you spend a little bit extra, hey, it's good for you, it's good for the planet.
1: We also want to remind you, uh, as we always do, about the FLUFFY program. That's the Focused Life Force Energy Program. It's flfe.net forward slash conscious talk. We can't say it enough, and we can't say enough good things about this program. It's phenomenal. It helps to raise your level of consciousness, your level of awareness and frequency, You not only get protected from EMFs and lots of other benefits, but you feel good when you're on the program.
2: That's right. Well, also, um, you know, Brenda mentioned our Facebook page. There's a number of things on there that you can take advantage of and learn from, but also uh, just remember ConsciousTalk.net. Every show we do Um, has a guest page for the guests for that day and they're in our archives and on their guest page for free so you can play them there or you can go to any of the major podcasting services like apple google spotify just put in conscious talk radio it's all free for you and we'll be right back
0: welcome to conscious talk radio that makes a difference Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk, so by now we all know there is so much more to the universe we know. Fortunately, today's guest is renowned for his long series channeled communication with the higher source and is willing to share the knowledge that continues to elude us. We'll have a chat with Paul Selig about his latest book, The Book of Innocence. And now we welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears.
1: Hey, thank you, Benny, and welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And our mission on Conscious Talk, well, is to give people back to themselves. And we do this by bringing to you the very best people we know of that are teaching all of us what it means to awaken and grow our consciousness.
2: Well, our special guest today is a guest we've had on the show many times, I think, for all of his books, and that's Paul Selig. He's one of, as Benny mentioned, one of the foremost contributors to the field of channelled literature. Uh, After he had a spiritual experience in 1987, I'm sorry, I'm getting my years mixed up, Um, he found he was a clairvoyant. so. Uh, He has a lot of uh, background and education. He he attended New York University and he earned a master's from Yale. Um, He is the author of a whole series of books, but the latest one, and this one really struck us. Um, It's called The Book of Innocence, and it's actually book two of the Manifestation Trilogy. So, Paul, welcome back to Conscious
3: Talk. Thanks for having me
1: so paul um as rob said this book really hit home with us as most of your books if not all of them do but this one had a, a really different feel for us it almost felt like it there was a little bit of a sense of urgency for us to awaken is that part of what your guides are are implementing in the book here
3: I, you know, I don't experience it that way, but I think what they're not doing anymore is sort of pandering to our mm-hmm. our desire. And I think they're talking a bit more in direct ways about, you know, what the requirements are, you know, and how to manage this in all of the books. Not all of the books, but in many of the books, they'll start off with a phrase that they repeat you know, I just hear one phrase before the lecture starts, and in mm-hmm. this series of books, they've been saying things like in an awakened state or in a realized state or you know, as if they're speaking to students who've already done the basis of the work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. not
3: going back to uh, the hand-holding as much, I think, and, I, and that may translate as urgency, and perhaps it is urgent.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, they've
3: said many times that, you know, humanity is a time of reckoning. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that's what we have to to look at, which is what we've created in fear and why we demand to keep perpetuating things that never seem to work on our behalf.
1: Yeah,
2: I kind of got the feeling of um, inevitability. You know mm-hmm. that they were talking from the point about, hey, this is happening. <laughs> so, but I, but Paul, I just want <clears throat> for those people that haven't read your other books and haven't heard you on the show, um, there are a couple of you know really big concepts that you talk about, and one of and so you use certain terms. One of them is the Monad, M O N A D. Can you explain what that means?
3: I can try. Um, yeah. They use it interchangeably with the word Christ, and they're not mm-hmm. speaking about Jesus as Christ, they're speaking about the Christ as principle, or the aspect of the Creator um, that resides in all of us, that seeks realization through us. Mm-hmm. So the monad is the, the piece that's of the whole, and they're both the same. They're both mm-hmm. operating in, in an agreement. So the divine self or the monad, they also use the word—the words divine self to describe this, knows who it is as of source. It's not the personality self, which has been sort of, you know, accrued all this evidence of separation, trying to decide whether or not he's of source, because the the aspect that knows, which they call the monad, is what's available to support us in our, transition
2: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i know Mm -hmm. that in sort of the normal definition of that word it it essentially is there isn't anything higher (laughs) so okay and and however you want to interpret Mm -hmm. that you know they use it in in science that way
1: so um we felt again the book was a little different and you just explained that has your channeling changed at all over the years paul is does it feel different for you
3: yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's usually, I, I want to say more fluid. I think my system has been acclimated for this, and I think my system, my energy system, my body, my facility to do this work is addressed as they continue to move the teachings forward because mm-hmm. each of the books is sort of an energetic attunement that's working at a level of vibration with the reader. So the teachings are operative on an energetic level, not just an intellectual one. So I think that they continue to work with me as they continue to, to, to raise the vibration or the, the, the frequency that is the books. And, you know, I mean, I still whisper and repeat, which drives <laughs> some people crazy. And, you know, and when right before they started the book that they've channeled already the next book which is the 12th book which is the book after the book of of, um after the book of innocence um i was channeling directly with no repetition and i thought oh boy we're going to do a whole book this way (laughs) and that's hard for me because i basically don't remember what i channel Mm -hmm. when i'm working in that way everything kind of gets reduced to the, the next word and the next sound and sometimes it just all feels like sound because I have no recollection of of what was just said at all. So after mm-hmm. the channeling, I feel a little not discombobulated, but a little like what was that? I still ask, did that make sense after mm-hmm. every channeling? Because mm-hmm. I'm having a different experience than the student or the listener. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm so busy. What I do now is like reading ticker tape, you know, or fortune cookies. Yeah. I hear phrase, 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 phrase. Mm-hmm. so i just repeat the, phrase, repeat the phrase repeat the phrase repeat the phrase repeat the phrase that's really my work i'm it's stenography
1: yeah and when
2: yeah I'm it's like you're directly, too it's like you're too busy to to yeah, remember what to you reflect. just said I'm,
3: yeah. I'm not too busy to say that doesn't make sense or i'm confused <laughs> right i'll right. address it but when i'm working directly there's no room for that for me at all mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah. and i like having a little bit of a finger on the pause button to be able to say what do you mean? They, they anticipate my questions now during sure, the huh. channelings. They'll say, <laughs> Paul has a question even before I'd formed one. Right. And they'll phrase it through me. So that mm-hmm. I think that this is so that they can keep the dictation as they wish and not have it completely derailed by my interruptions because there are times that that's happened. And they continue, you know, kind of valiantly beyond that and through mm-hmm. that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the process. And I, I suspect... You know, I don't, on one level, every time I do a book, because channeling a book is a little bit different than channeling a live stream or a class, but all of the books are now done publicly in front of students. Sometimes there's hundreds of people, probably, you know, even more when they're they're large online events. Mm -hmm. And all of the, the, the channelings that are for the book are unedited. They go exactly as written, transcribed into the text. So it's spoken, transcribed into the text. And every time there's a book, I, the stakes are high because I know that whatever they say, and if they say this is in the book, even if it made no sense to me, it like, has to be in the book. So mm-hmm. it's always like jumping off a diving board and, and having to trust that there's water in the pool. But after now 12 books, because the 12th book was just completed, I, I don't have that fear. I do have this sense of what's next what more do they possibly have to say
1: mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they
3: do you know and <laughs> yeah. they've said that the 12th book which is the one that follows the one that you just read and that's called a world made new is the as the last of the series and they say a series of 12 books mm-hmm. So from the beginning of i am the word to this a world made new is one teaching wow. and i suspect they're going to do more they've said they have other things to teach but it will be a different teaching so we'll see i don't know i'm along wow. for the ride still yeah <laughs> yeah
2: it, 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 what you just said actually makes a lot of sense because what brendan and i turn to each other almost every day mm-hmm. because something new is revealed yeah, in, in what we've been calling over the years this big shift in consciousness. And it's kind of like, wow, we hadn't thought about that one. Mm-hmm. And boom, there it is. And and I think that's what they kept hinting at in this book about the word, not hinting, but saying directly, to, you know, a world anew. So we're really looking forward to the next one. Uh-huh. But um, we're going to run off to a break shortly, but mm-hmm. when we come back, um, I want to talk about what they mean by innocence, the book of innocence, because it took a little while into the book and folks, this is a book that you, um, at least from our point of view, you really want to take your time. Yeah. Save you know, her. yeah. Yeah. Brenda had it first and for, you know, like two weeks, she kept coming out and kept telling me I was claiming things, and I didn't understand what and we'll talk what, what she was too. talking about. But <laughs> it's all part of the book and and how we, you know, it's time to look at this universe differently.
1: So the book is the Book of Innocence, Book Two, the Manifestation Trilogy. It's by Paul Selig. His website: Paul Selig, S E L I G. Dot .com Stay tuned folks we have a lot more to come we'll be back right after these messages
4: We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands brushing our teeth and washing our nose well wait we wash our nose yes the number one place where bacteria viruses and pollen enter your body is through the nose so the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day that's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria viruses and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear. X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's xlear.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today.
5: Do you know there is a silent killer living among us? High blood pressure. It affects nearly 50% of all American adults and is a primary risk factor for stroke and heart attack. The CDC estimates that almost one third of those with high blood pressure don't even know they have it. That's not surprising since high blood pressure or hypertension is often symptomless. Research studies have shown that a daily dose of aged garlic extract can safely and effectively help to reduce blood pressure, as well as benefiting a number of other cardiovascular risks. And the most researched and highly respected aged garlic extract is Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. Odorless and organically grown, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been clinically shown to support healthy blood pressure and cardiovascular health. So along with getting your blood pressure checked regularly, get Kyolic Formula 109 for blood pressure and cardiovascular support today. Kyolic Blood Pressure Health Formula 109 is available at natural health stores nationwide and online. Conscious Talk, radio that gives
0: back to yourself.
6: At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and Active. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health, too. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today.
1: What does healing mean to you? If you're ready to move forward and heal the whole of you, give us a call at 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909.
2: Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Hey, welcome back everyone. You are listening to Conscious Talk and You know, we know most of you now are, you know, you're back in that old role of returning to the office. You're not working at home as much, and you're listening to this in your car, and you may miss things, but be assured you can hear it for free in the archives by going to conscioustalk.net or just put Paul Selig in the search engine. You're going to find his guest page, and you're going to find a number of shows there. You know there are play buttons for each one, and they're all free, so uh, go for it.
1: So, Paul, we'd like to ask about innocence. What does uh, what do your guides mean by innocence?
3: Well, I mean, if I you know they've already channeled a whole other book since this one, so I'm going to try okay. to recall because I the only time I really read the books is when I'm sitting to do the audio books, and then I have mm-hmm. to read the whole thing aloud off the off the transcript. Um, the aspect of us that they call the the true self, the divine self, the monad of the Christ within, whatever you want to call it, is operating in innocence, which means it doesn't hold prior prescription of what things should be based on past experience um, or what they call, you know, the evidence of the common field, which is a shared construct that we know of as reality. Mm -hmm. So. The aspect of us that truly knows, and know with probably a capital K, they say is basically untainted, unblemished. They've, they even talk about the idea of being without sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and sin, again, being a concept that they describe as being the denial of the inherent divine. And you know, mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. all sin is. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's, it's not what we've made it into. Although those right. might be evidentiary things that are evidence of the need or the desire to shut off source. So they also say that the Divine Self operates, how can I say this, without, without history. Mm-hmm. While it can understand history, it's not predicating itself an outcome based on that, and all of that is based on memory. And our memory, they say, our singular and collective memory as species is all based in evidence that was accrued through a lens of separation, which they say has always been a lie. But we've given that lie tremendous authority and power
2: Mm -hmm. to
3: be our reality, which is the claim of, you know, if there is a God, maybe there isn't it somewhere else. And You know, there can't be a God because look at all of the disasters we have and create. Mm -hmm. So the aspect of us that is the true self isn't operating at that level. So part of what they're talking about in the Book of Innocence is actually the reclamation of memory or reclaiming memory in the higher accord, which is higher octave, higher vibrational state, Mm -hmm. which they call the upper room, which they say is available to us. It's where the divine self expresses. So that's the gist of it. So if you can think of an aspect of us that is operating in innocence, which is without guile or deception or the need to manipulate or to control or without fear, that would be the divine self or the monad. Mm-hmm. You know, The personality self has been raised in fear. It's what we know. Mm-hmm. So it's what we continue to perpetuate.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I always looked at it as what we organize around. And, and so this kind of explains what I had mentioned before at the end of the last segment, that Brenda would come out and say, I wouldn't claim that if I were you, kind mm-hmm. of thing, mm-hmm. uh, w- y- which has some judgment to it, but whatever. It, the idea of claiming is this reclamation that we need to start becoming conscious of what it is that we're making real, because we mm-hmm. do make things real. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: We we tell ourselves all these stories, or we make up stories, if you will, and then claim that to be our reality, and then it becomes our reality. <laughs> yeah. And this is uh, this is how that that saying Paul about um, the the webs that we weave. You yeah. know, like yeah, that that. So you're talking about um a world made new and that's the next book. What do you mean by that or what do they mean by that? Because we'd sure like to see that world. Not sure we're <laughs> yeah. going to, but we yep. would love to see it.
3: What do they mean by a world made new? One of the claims in um in in Book of Innocence and in some of the previous books. Is the claim behold i make all things new and they mm-hmm. say when the divine self or the monad or the christ within whatever you want to call it is realized which means known through us it perceives a world with new eyes because they say god sees god in all of its creations mm-hmm. because we're not operating through the lens of separation so they say that a world is made new through the reclamation of the inherent divine, most primarily where it's been denied, where we right. continue to accrue evidence of shadow and violence and evil and then perpetuate those ideas and see them as our world, which is all refuting the possibility of source, you know, mm-hmm. as we perpetuate mm-hmm. these things. So, when they talk about a world made new, they're actually talking about a restructuring of consciousness that claims a world in a higher accord, and they say accord A-C-C-O-R-D or A-C-H-O-R-D is on a piano, and that everything that we see, we're in vibrational accord with individually and collectively. So they say, for example, as long as we have a consciousness that aligns to war, we're going to create war. And they say peace isn't the secession of war. Peace is aligning to a level of consciousness where war is not a possibility. Right. You know, mm-hmm. It's just not present. It's not in mm-hmm. the air that we breathe. It's not operating mm-hmm. as a way to get what we want or what we think will bring us what we need, mm-hmm. which is a really challenging concept for me and for, I suspect, yeah. everybody.
1: Oh, right. yes.
3: Yeah, but that's how they say it happens. And they say it does happen. You know, they say it does happen and that the road is challenging because in order for something to be re-seen, it has to be seen first. This isn't spiritual bypassing. It's not spraying perfume on the smelly room and saying, isn't it lovely now? You have to get rid of the cause of the problem. And they say the cause of the problem in a very singular way is the denial of the divine. And they say the inherent divine. They say Mm -hmm. you can't make anything holy. It already is, but you can deny the divine in anything. And Mm -hmm. then you pile all the evidence of why that thing can't be of God or source. Mm -hmm. And then we cement it, and then we create a world that's filled with this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's not like they're saying people don't do awful things and things aren't, you know at times absolutely miserable because at times they are but they say really really simply who you put in darkness what you put in darkness calls you to the darkness it's a very simple teaching of energetic accord who you damn and what you damn damns you back Mm -hmm. and they say to damn something is to deny the presence of the divine upon it to bless something is to claim the presence of the divine where it has been denied And they talk about this as alchemical, not when you hear people um, after, say, a school shooting say, well, blessings and prayers, you know, and it feels like lip service. I don't think that that's what they're talking about at all. They're talking about how a world is reclaimed in an energetic field that is not operating with fear, sort of perverting or informing or telling us what we should do and believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think fear is always to claim more fear. Right.
2: Yes, I think that um, you know the the one of the important things over the years is realizing that um, things exist because they exist within us. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the recognition. We, We used to way back in the '70s say, "What if they gave a war and nobody came?" pretty much and, and, and now things have expanded because we notice that there is a different you know when you say you know this is inevitable and may not be in our lifetime but it's moving in that direction we're seeing this every day we're seeing people's going hey you know uh, I, this hasn't worked. When are you going to wake yeah. up to the fact that it hasn't yeah. worked and this yeah. war thing is not so great? And yeah. and why are we treating one group better than another group? And, you know, that's the separation piece. Yeah, so they're is. becoming aware. You know, we're yeah, all... becoming that that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They've, said, it,
3: they've said basically until we realize the futility of this, we may continue until there's yeah. no one left. You know, <laughs> yeah. and that's yeah. the choice we have. But they basically mm-hmm. said again and again... That humanity is going to make it, but it may be a bit of a rough ride. And I've heard that yeah. for a few years now. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it, it feels like a rough ride already mm-hmm. with what's going on. And yep. and when listeners or people say to us, you know, well, it looks like it's going the other way, because so much upheaval has come to the surface, we really feel there's purpose in that because mm-hmm. we have to witness what we've created correct in order That's what to yeah,
3: yeah, yeah 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 don't pretend and, and, it away
1: yeah and and or ignore it or pretend it doesn't exist yeah. uh, we you, we you need to have witness to go it. To the
3: root cause of it you just yeah. you can't i mean in, in recent lectures because the guides have been talking about this a lot you know unless you pull something by the root unless you clear right. something right energetically you know yep. at yep. that level you're going to perpetuate it. So absolutely, yeah, that's been the problem they said for for a long, long time. We look at the well, symptom, not the cause.
1: Absolutely. Well, we're here with Paul Selig. The book is The Book of Innocence. It's book two in the Manifestation trilogy. It's Paul Selig, S-E-L-I-G. You're listening to Conscious Talk, and we'll be back right after these messages.
6: Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. It's important, as well as cost-effective, to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged garlic extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, and chiolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health, two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online.
0: helps remove the acids your muscles form while exercising giving you a better workout then you'll be amazed on how power ph relieves soreness the next day so you will feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts power ph was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced if power ph with BioPH works for them it will work for you too
2: Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150.
1: Hey folks, welcome back. Thanks for being with us here today on Conscious Talk. It is radio that makes a difference because we're in the business of giving ourselves and people back to themselves. And what I mean by that is to get to that innocence that we truly are. And it really flows with this book that we're talking about today with Paul Selig, The Book of Innocence.
2: Well, um, Paul, one of the things that your guides talk about in the book is this concept of attunements. And, mm-hmm. you know, I also apply that to the fact, you know, when you're reading the book, you feel feels something. Yeah. Not It's not just words on a Mm-mm. page. It does feel, and they mention that, that, it does feel that the reader is getting something from somewhere that they don't normally get. So we call it, it
1: coded. The book yeah. feels like yeah. it's coded, and yeah. some part of us knows this code.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I- is that what you mean by attunements?
3: Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guides say that all of the books A lot of the books contain specific attunements, which Mm -hmm. build on each other. Mm -hmm. And I think the books themselves as a whole are working as attunements. Um, You know, I I used to travel with an assistant who used to say, how long do we have to say these things? And, Mm -hmm. you you know, the attunement, I know who I am. I know what I am. I know how I serve. Mm -hmm. And the guide said, well, until you know them, until until you've integrated them, because... Mm -hmm. Finally, you have to be them. Like I don't walk into a room and say, "Hi, I'm Paul. I'm a Caucasian man of this age, and I lost my hair." I mean, all of those things are fairly evident by my presence. I, don't, mm-hmm. I know them. I don't ex- feel the need to explain them. Perhaps somebody else does need that, and that's fine. So the attunements they say operate as us, and they talk about the attunements as notes on a uh, notes that comprise a chord. And when all of the notes are played, which means claimed in resonance and full resonance, there is an awakening that occurs through the alignment that the attunements bring. So -hmm. for years they've been saying a chord, A-C-C-O-R-D, or A-C-H-O-R-D is on a piano. I've been hearing it probably Mm -hmm. for 10 years of teachings. And I didn't really understand it, but that's really where this is going. And they say that once you've been attuned to the energy that they work with, the attunements are present for you and operate in your field so you can work with others as well. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's
3: part of what happens. They say the world is actually made new through co-resonance. Yes. So, you know, it's like you become the light or you are the light already, but you've denied it, which would be a probably Mm -hmm. more effective way of saying that. And the light shines on all, not just who you think deserves the light or where the light has to be because you say it should, because the light is source, and source doesn't discriminate and holds no prejudice and holds no fear. Mm-hmm. You know, So that's the real gift here.
1: Mm-hmm. And the attunements,
3: I think, are very much in support of this. They're taking us beyond the personality as the director of everything, and the personality right. knows itself through the data of religion, the data of a culture, the data of a time you're born into, you know, mm-hmm. and the true self operates beyond that. It doesn't discount the other information, but I think it holds it in its proper place, which is not as mandate, but as what has been understood or believed. And there's mm-hmm. a big difference between the two. So, yeah, oh, yeah, the two yeah. Are doing the work.
2: Yeah, I think one of the things that got my attention at one point when I was reading the book was that really struck home. It's we hear so many people talk about being on the path, you know, or discovering the path, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I think it was mentioned in the book at one point that it said, "Well, you are on the path. <laughs> There's no, you know, it, it's becoming aware of it is what we're what we're all kind of working on, but." But have no doubt, you're already there. And and that, I think, confuses, uh, you know, that's difficult for people because of, once again, we've organized around separation. So how could we possibly be?
1: The attunement, um, Paul, that you were just discussing, too, is um, I like to use the word vibration, that we're carrying maybe a little different vibration or upper room vibration, although we don't we don't live there. We're not there there all the time. But I'm assuming we're going to be going back and forth and back and forth until until we finally, finally are in that upper room, shining the light of who we are um, and dispelling the myth around separation, which is, you know, like you said, a huge, A problem on this planet and it's a huge lie that we've bought into well we're here with paul selig the book is the book of innocence it's book two in the manifestation trilogy paul's website is paul selig s-e-l-i-g dot com this is conscious talk and we'll be back in a few minutes
6: And for sudden upper digestive distress, chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics as a result of the three-year fermentation process will help you feel better and improve your overall digestive health. This holiday season, discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. You'll be glad you did.
0: Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at Sprouts, Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, and Natural Health retailers nationwide. Also available online. Conscious talk. Radio that lifts you up.
4: We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear. X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's XLEAR.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today.
2: An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And you know, I always like to remind you, um, this whole show, if you've missed any of it, is is always available for you. And And a couple hours after this live transmission in our Seattle station, this is available uh, on all of your podcast services. So whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever, just put Conscious Talk Radio in a couple hours after the live show and it'll be there. And, you know, there are a number of past shows, too, depending on the service and how many they save, but... uh, you know, one of our favorites is Spotify because it seems to just be so easy and they keep a lot of shows there.
1: Yes, and we keep our shows up on our website in our archives section for a couple of years, which can be downloaded for free by going to conscioustalk.net and clicking on archives.
2: Yeah, but I suggest that you put in the name of the guest that mm-hmm. you want to find out more about. It'll take you to their guest page and. There's a link to their website, information about them, and play buttons for the shows they've been on over the last couple of years. As we've said, we are here with Paul Selig. We're talking about his newest book that's out now, The Book of Innocence. and I should say his newest book is really already done. It's just not out yet, <laughs> and and so we're waiting for that one, and I believe that's called The World Made New, or at least that concept is is in there. But, Paul, you work as a psychic as well as a channel, and I think people get confused. What's the difference?
3: Well, channeling, for me, is a form of stenography. It's not about inspiration. I'm responsible for re speaking or speaking what is coming through me. If you think of me as a radio and the channel that I'm tuned into is the guide that teach through me. I'm a conduit and I'm serving as a radio and it really doesn't require interpretation. When I'm reading, I'm working psychically. Um, I don't, and I don't work like everybody works. They call me a medium for the living. So I'm still operating as a radio. But if I'm reading for you and you wanna know how your kid is doing, I would tune into you. I would feel what it was like to be you, give you all those impressions as it relates to this dynamic, then I would step into your kid and I may start to look like your kid when I do it, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, repeat Mm -hmm. things he or she has said. Mm -hmm. And I'm tuned into them and I'm basically looking at the dynamic and supporting people in moving past whatever is obstructive, if it can be moved past. I don't really, I do some predictive work, but that's not my primary thing but I'm really good at helping people when they're stuck. And you know, the difference really is, is that I have to interpret. So if I tune into somebody and I make a specific face or there's a specific gesture with my hands, they've come to mean the same thing in almost every reading. So I can mm-hmm. rely on that. It's a code that I've, of language, it's a kind of language that I, I work with. So the real difference is interpretation. I, I think readings can be inspired. Um, they do need to be accurate um, in order to be effective, um, but there are different ways of working. Like, I don't like to tell people what to do, you know, and I don't right. tell people what stocks to buy, and other people do that and are very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different system. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference for me. Channeling is not inspiration. It is stenography spoken, to not verbal stenography in my case. And uh, reading is more interpretive and involves stepping into multiple energy fields in order to access the information that's going to be of the most help.
6: Mm.
2: Yeah, mm. Uh, it, you know, it just crossed my mind. Is this one of is this something that you know might be a talent that's more connected to the upper room, since that's what you've been doing all this work with? No, um, I don't think something so. we might I mean, expect I, or. You know,
3: I, I think no, I think these things can be developed. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a part of us that's already in the upper room, and that's the right. self or the monads already mm-hmm. there. We're just catching mm-hmm. up to it a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. The psychic right. abilities a- and how the senses are utilized, I have heard, are sort of reclaimed in the upper room, and they become evidentiary. And people often open up. They come to the workshops that I, the guides, do through me, and you know, they open up and they're seeing things and energy fields and things like that. I was just teaching a five day intensive at a retreat center and you know, taught everybody how to see the energy field and everybody was seeing it. And it's an it's an exciting thing. But okay. we have availability to a lot of this already. We just didn't know we did. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I was highly sensitive as a kid. I wouldn't have said psychic although I had a few experiences. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I was that porous to other energies, and mm-hmm. I did everything that I could to numb those, that you know, yeah. create distance mm-hmm. or separation to protect mm-hmm. myself, and now it's what I do, and so I've, I've used, I've, it's become more of an ally than a detriment, because yes. I, I'm able to work with it in a conscious way and not be bulldozed by it.
1: Right, and you know, a lot of empaths, you know, regardless if you call it psychic or not, yeah. mm-hmm. um deal with this a lot and don't yeah. know what to do with the energy and you have to yeah. learn what is yours and what is not yeah. yours
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but if you see it as a gift and not a burden it's just mean right. it's clairsentience really and so yes I have yep. more facility than mm-hmm. others and i think everybody has a level of it mm-hmm. unless you really want to be tone deaf mostly right. you mostly you know how people feel about you in your life mostly you know what the energy is like in the room when you walk into it and if there's mm-hmm. discord. I mean, there are mm-hmm. things that give us, people know who's on the phone when the phone rings because yeah. the other person's thinking about them. I mean, it's yes. not simple, you know. Yep. So.
1: Yes, and it is simple. We just, the mind just loves to complicate yeah. everything. Yeah. I, I'm curious, Paul, Do your do your guides have a name or a group name or individual yeah. or anything like that?
3: The collective name they go by is Melchizedek. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's, I mean, I've seen one guy mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. who seems to resemble the archetype of that, mm-hmm. um, but I, they talk as a we, so that means to me mm-hmm. that it's a collective. Mm-hmm. I call them the guides because my ex many years ago um, would say, ask the guides this, ask the guides that.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's
3: how they got to be called the guides. I don't think that right. they really care what they're called. So, right. you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how that happened.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I was curious about the group, the group I work with, and I was asking if there was a name, and I just kept hearing "beloveds," "beloveds," "beloveds." So I call them my beloveds. That's fine. Um, you know, as a as a group name.
3: As much as anything else. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I I think that all of us have kind of had that sense of um, all of a sudden you know something, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. I've solved a lot of problems that way by getting out of my mind and just letting it letting whatever come through and you get the answer. Mm-hmm. A- and yeah. you know, I think that it's not as mysterious as you've said, mm-hmm. but it does take work. It takes yeah. attention.
1: Yes. Intention yeah. and attention. Attention. Yes. yes. So so Paul, um, you talk about inspired You've used that word several times. Is there a difference between that and, uh, you know, channel information?
3: I think there is, because I think when something's inspired, you get to craft it. So, you know, uh, I mean, it helps if the painter, the the, the art can be inspired art, um, or the, the music can be inspired music, but the painter knows how to use perspective and how to mix the paint on the palette.
1: You right. know, I guess
3: you could say, because I was a college teacher and got used to speaking in front of other people, my vocabulary was utilized You know, in this. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that I don't get to go back and fix it, or it's not right. necessarily the painting that I would want to make. Right. So I find right. inspiration true. I think sometimes people call inspiration channeling and i don't agree with it but i understand you know it's just a word mm-hmm. but i think true channeling when it's authentic is instruction generally it's not psychic reading right and um it's at a higher level mm-hmm. and it's not about what people want to hear you know it's, yeah. not, it's really kind of got to have its own it's got to have its own integrity Right. So when somebody's channeling and I hear an agenda attached to it that feels like what's been on the news that night or what, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, you know, you go, okay, well, that's low-level stuff. You right. Know, or it's more astral. It's coming from a lower level of vibration. Yes. Um But I, but I think inspiration is incredibly wonderful and valuable, and I think all right. great art is inspired. Yeah And yes. we can have inspired speech. The difference is you don't get to go back and fix it and and, hire an editor to change the words around so it makes
1: more
3: sense to people. Well, we
2: highly encourage everybody to get the whole series of Mm -hmm. books. Um, The latest one out there is The Book of Innocence, and they are certainly um, rife with integrity throughout. Mm -hmm. You you feel the continuity and you feel... Uh, the coding, as we call it.
1: Absolutely. Well, Paul, thank you from our hearts to yours for the work that you're doing on the planet. And folks, we thank you for joining us as always. Have a beautiful day. And we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk.
0: For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut What you need is Power PH with Bio-PH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of Bio-PH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven Power PH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com.
5: Conscious Talk. Radio that transforms your life. Nyon Health is nature's charging station, the only electrolyte drink mix that delivers negatively charged ions to recharge and enhance cell function. It's the negative charge that improves hydration, increases stamina, boosts vitality, and elevates your mood from the inside out. Try Nyon Health and enjoy the positive effect of boosting your cellular health with negative ions. Use code 3321 for 10% off at NyonHealth.com.